0: Scary Mysteries, Twisted News, The Pockmarked Man, and Heather Mack. Terrifying cases of true crimes and strange events. Every single week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we're going to tackle the shocking development on the search for the pockmarked man, as well as learn about the arrest of Heather Mack, the suitcase killer. Get rid of the Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. The Pockmarked Man. Since we were kids, we've been made to believe that law enforcers are the good guys. They are the individuals who will do whatever and go the extra mile just so they can serve and protect the community from the bad elements. But as much as we want to deny it, there have been cases cited over the decades that seem to tell the ugly and unacceptable truth. On May 5, 1986, in France, an 11-year-old girl named Cecil Blanche left her family's apartment to go to school. But the young lady never made it out of that complex, and her body was later found rolled underneath an old carpet in the basement of the same apartment building. Reports said that she had been raped, stabbed, and ultimately strangled to death. Weirdly enough, her brother had seen a stranger using the lift that morning. His most distinct feature was his pockmarked face. The same individual was suspected of abducting, raping, and strangling an 8-year-old girl just a month earlier. and that time, the perpetrator supposedly said that he was a policeman. Both crime scenes were terrifying to behold, and each of the victims had been made to suffer greatly before being killed. In June of 1994, another murder then took place which horrified the entirety of France. This victim was Corinne Leroy, a high school student who vanished while she was on her way to school. Her corpse was later found abandoned in the nearby woods. The same kind of pattern was seen, leading police to link it once again to the so-called le grelle, which is French for the pockmarked man. There have been a couple of rape incidents as well, which involved an 11-year-old and a 14-year-old. Both of them made it out alive and were able to tell the police about the culprit. Based on their testimonies, this person would claim to be a police officer by showing his ID and sometimes would even handcuff his targets. The way that the victims were found, tied and gagged, also suggested that this man really had undergone law enforcement training. Interestingly, investigators were able to extract DNA evidence from most of the crime scenes. However, due to the technological limitations of the time, they still weren't able to identify who exactly the pockmarked man was. These cases had all gone cold for 35 long years. Considering that huge amount of time, families of the victims have slowly begun to accept the cruel truth that they would probably never get justice for their loved ones. But then came 2019 when a breakthrough finally came in. In that year, a French magistrate called upon 750 men who had been working as military police in the Paris region at the time when the crimes occurred. The official ordered them to provide DNA samples in the hopes that the prosecution could find a match to the killer's DNA. In late September of 2021, a letter was then sent to a former serviceman, François Verov. The man, who was now 59 years old, had once worked as a military police officer and later on moved up to the police force. After his retirement, he was elected as a counselor in his town of prades le in southern France. Then, three days after, Verov received the letter His wife alerted the police that he had gone missing. Investigators were led to an apartment in the Mediterranean seaside resort of Grateroy, where he had stayed. He was found there, dead from an apparent medication overdose. Near his body was a suicide note. He confessed in that letter that he was the great criminal who committed unforgivable acts until the end of the 1990s. He supposedly referred to the string of rapes, murders, and attempted ones that happened from 1986 to at least 1994. He further explained that he had experienced inexplicable impulses that drove him to do such horrible things. However, these impulses disappeared after he got married and started a family in 1997. At that point, he had gotten himself together, as he put it, and had since prevented himself from committing any crimes," Verov went on to say. To verify his claims, the prosecutor's office conducted DNA testing on his remains. The results came out to confirm that his genetic profile matched exactly to the ones recovered at the aforementioned crime scenes. Despite his untimely passing, the family, friends, and loved ones of the victims are still calling for an investigation. They believe that there could be others who fell victim to the hands of the man who they once thought was a man of the law and justice. Number 2. Heather Mack It's quite typical for conflict to arise between parents and their children. The reasons may vary greatly for each, but at the end of the day, It's all but a disagreement that can easily be solved when love and understandings are made to prevail. Unfortunately, this will not always be true to all. In 2014, Sheila von Weissmack, the widow of acclaimed composer James L. Mack, brought along her then-teenage daughter Heather Mack to Bali, Indonesia. The mother thought that going on vacation in this beautiful tropical island in Asia would help mend their troubled relationship. Unbeknownst, though, to the 62-year-old, the teenager had told her boyfriend, Tommy Schaefer, about the trip. About a half a day after they arrived at their accommodations in St. Regis's Resort in Bali, the 21-year-old lover also showed up. During that tense occasion, the 18-year-old girl revealed that she was pregnant with Schaefer's child and the mother reportedly got upset and supposedly lashed out at her daughter. The young man rushed to defend his baby mama, but this was when things got really ugly. Out of anger, Schaefer reportedly grabbed a metal fruit bowl and used it to bludgeon the older woman to death. Now lifeless, the two stuffed her body into a travel suitcase They then abandoned the luggage inside the trunk of a taxi that happened to be parked near their hotel. After having done this, the young lovers immediately fled the scene. The couple was eventually caught when the driver of the taxi noticed blood seeping out of the suitcase. The man went on to call the police and told them about the ghastly discovery. The ensuing investigation led the local authorities to a nearby budget motel where the two had been found. In 2015, the now-so-called suitcase killer and her then-boyfriend were convicted by an Indonesian court for the cold-blooded murder of Wise Mack. Mack was sentenced to 10 years in prison for assisting in the crime and Schaefer got 18. A year later, Robert Bibbs, Schaefer's cousin, pleaded guilty to helping the youngsters plan the killing in exchange for $50,000 that Mack would have received as inheritance. Bibbs was sentenced to nine years in prison for that. Because of her good conduct while being incarcerated, the Indonesian government decided to shave off almost three years on Mac's sentence. The chief of the Karabokan female prison attested to Mac's good behavior, and she also said that the American will be out of her cell by the end of October 2021. Upon her release, Mac will be reunited with her daughter, Stella. The six-year-old had been given up for adoption to a local family when she was just two. The young mother, however, said that she decided not to bring the girl back to the States and would let her remain in the care of her foster family. Max said that she would rather see her daughter grow up in Indonesia where the people are nicer and it's better and safer than back home. Max said in an interview, My daughter is more Indonesian than American. She has a good life here. As a sign of goodwill and perhaps an act of atonement, Mac chose to write off Weiss entire $1.56 million worth of an estate over to Stella. Essentially, the ex-convict would return to her hometown in Chicago with nothing but the clothes on her back. Apparently, the most important thing for her now is that she will be living a life that has already been forgiven from fall. So there were two of the strangest and most shocking stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted News is always sure to show you why. If you guys like this video, then smash that subscription button. Oh yeah. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.